Yes, pod, bitch. Welcome back. Edibles kicked in. They're kicked in. Y'all kicked in, girl. Edibles kicked in, and we've got some wine, oh, so yeah. we're ready. Uh, uh. Welcome back to Yes, Pod, bitch. Legendary Kiki's served weekly drag culture history rinse and repeats. I'm JXO coming to you via satellite from my mothership. And I'm here with the stunting M. What the fuck's up? I'm home um, baking pies like the vampire version of Snow White. <laughs> um, and got in my butch, butch, I guess, uh, what, what, what did I say it was earlier? Oh, uh, butch stud? Yeah, you are looking like a butch stud, girl. You got like, you got like a- I was called that today. White collar by... over a black looking ass under, blazer. Under. Oh, white collar under a black looking ass blazer. You look like CEO Realness Barbie. Come on, girl. Yeah, I had some cute female today call me a stud. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like the 80 year old that was like, I'm not a stud. And they were like, no, that's actually <laughs> what you call somebody in the lesbian community that looks like you. And I was like, oh, I knew this. I knew that. You're like, no, wait, that's say cool. it again. Let me, let me get a video. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm not a stud, and I was like, oh yeah, well this is not Greece, and I'm not 12. So, cool, cool, cool. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I love me some Greece, girl. How? Of course you do. <laughs> Duh. I am, I am so John Travolta. You are John Travolta. Oh my God, you are fucking John Travolta. I'm John Travolta from Greece meets like the best friend from Ferris Bueller. <laughs> like. <laughs> like his dry sense of humor with like all of the John Travolta fit. Yes. Oh my god. I fucking. How was your week, by the way? It was good. What happened this week? Oh yeah, America was like, we're opening, and they're like, psych. <laughs> yeah, that <Right>. sucked. <laughs> and then like all the rednecks in the world were like, masks. We don't know what you're talking about. Good lord, we're I cannot even swap begin. Swap spit with our cousins, and everything's gonna be fine. Jesus. Christ. And then the leader of the no mask union got. Corona today. Wah, Unreal. Wah. Are you fucking kidding me? It's fucking hilarious because now he's saying that the devil gave it to him. The karma of God. The devil, probably the devil gays. We probably gave it to him. <laughs> the, the karma of You know, of it is gaze. the first day of Pride weekend, so. <laughs> so let's start this shit off with the fuck was that? The fuck was that? Uh, I love this game. Where I play a sound effect for M and M has to guess what the fuck was that? You ready, bitch? Yes, I'm so excited. I don't un wear underwear. I don't un wear underwear. I don't um <gasps> wear underwear. This is Karen talking to uh, the government saying she doesn't wear underwear for the same reason she's not gonna wear a mask. How the fuck did you know that? You watched that? Because of course I watched that. Explain to our All listeners. Explain to our listeners what, what it is. All of the village idiots together, got together, and decided to speak to Congress. At, was it Congress? It was the Florida Anti-Mask Union. Yeah. Talking mm -hmm. to fucking, yeah. oh my the God. The leader of that union got COVID today, FYI. <laughs> I did not know. That's why when you said that, I was like, this is gonna be the perfect. No, the better one, so that woman, and then there was the other woman that said that we have to, we're taking it out of God's hands by using masks. <laughs> okay, let me play this. Let me play the full clip, let me play the full clip. <laughs> I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un wear underwear. Things gotta breathe. Her friends, I her mean, like, her like, eighty-year-old friends are like, D, tell them. So she doesn't tell have, them, Karen. She doesn't have a yeast infection, <laughs> but she has COVID, right? I guess. 
Is that how that works? She I don't can, know. Yeah, that's what happens when you uh, don't air it out. You get a yeast infection. Really? Yeah, but then um, she's gonna get COVID anyways, mm, so it's fine. She gonna get a mm. yeasty COVID. One's harder to get yeast infection is way easier to get rid of. <laughs> like, come on. Um, tell me you saw the video of Roseanne. Roseanne. Roseanne, Roseanne, Roseanne Bar, like Roseanne no, Crazy Town. Tell me. Oh my. You know who I'm talking about, right? Roseanne from the Roseanne Show. Yeah. That was. She's like, why is it Dan? Dan. She's. Why is it Dan? She's a. <laughs> Dan. I don't even understand that impression. Like, <laughs> are you saying the word Dan? Are you. <laughs> yes. You didn't have you watched their show? Literally, yes, literally. <laughs> it's literally her. Like it's that. her for like. It's literally a thirty-minute episode of her going. Ghost, ghost, damn it, Dan. <laughs> I just love that you just said Dan like ten times. I'm trying to find this now because I feel like this is what we're talking about. Jesus Here Christ. it is. So she, I just, it doesn't make any sense. God damn, Roseanne, what'd she do this time? Oh my God, it's so funny. Anyways, the video was like her saying, I have something to say and don't shoot the messenger. And you know, cause she's a known Trump supporter. Yeah. And she was like, I think, and all after all this, like the video is like, she's clearly high. She was like, <laughs> and so you always just get on me for everything I say, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end she goes, I believe that President Trump is our first female president. <laughs> oh. I was like, I laughed and then I didn't, and then I laughed and then, and then like, I didn't. Eh. How, who does this offend more? I'm not sure. What was her reasoning like, for calling him a female? I'm so confused. That was the end of the video. Oh, She ended it wow. and I was like, that should have been our should, the fuck was that because we should be yeah we should be we should be offended on so many levels we clear yeah <laughs> she's a lot um that was the fuck was that and yes it was the anti-mask rally why is that a thing i don't know okay moving on to a busted where uh i read a little uh a little bit of cultural happenings and M answers if they're dusted or busted. Yes. Um, shooting off fireworks for no fucking apparent reason. Yeah, busted. That, the police are busted on that because they have been caught, they're, they're paying people to do this shit. I'm so fucking so, confused. Are you having like fireworks at all time of the every, night? Every night, every night. And, and you're in fucking Seattle. Seattle. And I'm in Los Angeles and it's, and it's fucking blowing up here too. Yeah, so it's it's to make protesters that are, because we're having protests every night now, <gasps> think that shooting's happening and cause panic. Oh my God. It's horrible. I had no idea. There were two kids doing them downtown. Nobody fucking does fireworks here. Two kids doing them downtown and somebody asked them where they got it and they said, where they got the fireworks and they said, a guy in a dark car with tinted windows gave them to us. Okay. He had a big shiny like, gold button on. Yeah. Shaped like a shield. <laughs> he said, There was a star. <laughs> he had a small bat that was painted black. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, definitely busted. Fuck them. Okay. Uh, our next dusted and busted. Um, 
cancel culture. Um, <laughs> you just tapped on this. Do you want to elaborate, him? I mean, I listen. I think cancel culture has morphed. It's changed. Oh. It's no longer we're going to cancel them because they're dumb. It's calling people to the table and then calling them out if they don't come to the table and have a conversation. Uh -huh. So, like, I think... You know, I think there's so many people that have done shit in their past. You know, Jenna Marbles yeah. just got canceled. Um, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, this he? was hard. Jimmy Kimmel. A photo came out. It was only 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Of him dressed as a basketball player for a skit with blackface. Nah, dog. And also said the N-word. And it's like, mm. Like, if you have that in your past, fucking own it before this shit. Like, yeah. own it, learn, educate, and then show that you're human and that you make mistakes yes. and that you're always learning. Thank you. That's my that's my whole issue with cancel culture. Like, obviously it's dusted because people can't be terrible anymore. Right. But there's like no path to recovery for some of these people. And I'm like, right. dude made one mistake. Like, let him apologize if he's genuine about it. Right. And let him well, give, and give him a path back to a career. Don't make him fucking work at Taco Bell or Right. But I mean, I think a really great example was the dude that was part of the uh, unveiling of Trump's um, grab him in the pussy thing. Uh, what was his name? He worked for like Entertainment Tonight and he was canceled because he was on mic interviewing him. And when Donald Trump said that, he laughed mm. and canceled, fired all the way. But I never saw him be an activist against Trump to make it better. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, so he's just kind of been canceled and he's gone now. But, you know, if you can, I don't know, like, if you know there's something in your past, especially like the, the hip hop culture is a big one, because 10 years ago, everybody at hip hop was saying no homo. Oh. That was a thing. It's massive. I mean, Kevin Hart, you know, his whole yeah. deal against, you know, did right. he say so that? Did he say there. faggot like five times on oh, Twitter? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. He's, he was. Yeah, he should be all the way. Anyways. Yeah, that's a whole other yeah. fucking podcast. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know what? There, there are people that know they've done stuff and are not proud of it. But you, you got to be able to face it. Mm -hmm. That's all. That's it. I was part of a religion that said that said queer people could be queer, but you couldn't get married and you couldn't have sex. And when I found that out, I was like, bye. Yeah. I didn't even know. And I left. And so I'm proud of that. Good. Fuck them. Yeah, no. And I'm just get, I'm calling out people, white people with dreadlocks right now that this is my current thing. <laughs> oh no, I'm setting up a booth at the next March. Here's the thing too, like. I will cut your dreads How do you, for you. how do you feel about black women with white girl hair? Absolutely, they're right. You know why? Because we, we were, we were the colonizers. We were the ones forcing them to, to straighten their hair and cut their dreadlocks. Mm. So, they've so been if they have white, ab assimilated absolutely yeah. to think that that was beauty. Yeah, I'm always so like, if whatever. Anything, I mean, clearly, I'm a drag queen, so I'm like, whatever makes you find your confidence and like your love for yourself, do it, and. You know, like for some women, I fucking love women with long, beautiful braided hair or like their natural, you know, black hair. But right. but a lot of girls are like, I want to wear this fucking weave and 
all these bitches keep calling me white girl hair and shit. And I'm like, fucking wear it. Like, it's, black it's girls really look great like, with light hair. Like, fuck them. Yeah, we need to stop uh, demonizing the women and realize where it came from and who whose fault it is. Yes. White people. 100. Like, and not only that, but that's why I'm canceling every white person with dreads. Cause you know why? <laughs> why? I had the, I had them for 15 years. Yeah. And then I realized it was appropriation and why it was appropriation. Yeah. Schooled myself because I my black friends were like, and I was like, what? Yeah. I had no idea. How do you feel and about then, like white people rapping? Like even Blackpink is like a, you know, it's a Korean pop group, but now they rap and their verses sound like exactly like Nicki Minaj's. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, mixed feelings for sure. Cause you know, my primary partner used to rap and he doesn't anymore. And one of the main reasons he stopped was because he said, I am, I am utilizing a space that a POC voice should, should be able to have. Mm. And as a white rapper, I shouldn't be here. Granted, his vo white voice was speaking to a lot of young white people, yeah. but he felt like that was not a space for him. I think that you, if you do hip hop music, you need to acknowledge where it came from and you need to be respectful and not use Ebonics because I think Ebonics is a people using slang that came from black culture is, I think it's offensive. Yeah. If you're gonna rap, speak, nor speak yourself. Do you feel the don't, same don't way about um, mainstream culture adopting gay slang like sis or yes, God? Yes, bitch, or... but I'll take that a step further is that the gay slang adopted it from black trans gay a culture. Lot of, a lot of times it did. Yeah, that's correct. So like there are even issues in some black queer circles here with someone like me saying yes or saying zaddy. Hmm. Or say, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are some words that I should not say. Yeah. I like part For of the same reason. Part of yeah. me like takes it as like a compliment to want to like share someone's culture and use it because it's so fantastic and fabulous. Like, oh my God, you invented the most funny, hilarious, incredible way to express that statement or whatever. And then another part of me is like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you should, how it flipped for me is when I was like, Actually, I'm not gonna see it as like part, like a devil evil. Like part of me wants to do this part. I saw it the other way, where it was like something needs to happen first before we can, as a whole race with fucking morals, can enjoy and profit off someone else's culture. Yes, we need to take care of what happened first, which means reparations. Yes, and bringing I'm the need black community up. Yeah, back to where we are. And once everybody is at the same point of being able to be successful, yeah. being able to own land and get loans and not be fucking murdered by the police, once that happens, fucking celebrate each other's cultures. But until then, when your people, your race, your ancestors came in and said, cut your hair, look white, mm -hmm. and be our slaves, and then their ancestors, us, go, but we like dreads because they're cool and they make us seem cultural. Mm, yeah, I, I feel. But yeah. my ancestors made you cut them. Yeah, that's like that's that's like the epitome of white privilege. It is, yeah. And I think if you're if you do have that attitude and you're you, you are, you know, some part of me says that that is fucked up. But another part of me is like, I don't want to be too. Um, I always I always want to err on the on the side of not offending people. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so if it offends someone and they let me know, 
game over. I'm gonna stop doing it, you know? Right. But I want to, I don't know, I love, I love black culture. I played rock music for like fucking 10 years. Rock was born in black culture and blues, you know? Right. So it's like, I, I fucking love it, you know? But it's, yeah. I, but I think with you, I think you, your music has a history and as long as you acknowledge where it came from i think that's great i think it's the problem is when people don't acknowledge it and they take okay okay so 100 you know what i mean taking dreads and saying oh my god my hair is amazing and i'm gonna go to burning man and i'm gonna you know what i mean yeah and not and not understanding where they came from and the struggle it's just not and, and i still think that until reparations happen we need to yeah. lay off making as much money on uh anything rooted in black culture because man we tortured a whole fucking race of people for over 400 years jesus <sighs> yeah you could do without your dread sis Ooh, that... for that like get a bob or have some like some, yeah a nice you know what i mean a shag yeah do your thing that was <laughs> dusted and actually i want to do one more dusted and busted yes please <laughs> okay our next dusted and busted is TikTok activism have you heard of this? Hey, what am I missing? Okay, so you know the Trump rally that they thought one million people were RSVP'd to? Oh, yes, and the group of kids. Yes. Listen, I love my millennials okay. and Gen so Z. Okay, that's that was Gen Z. They were on they were on TikTok and they shared this post that was like, everyone go RSVP 30 people to the Trump rally. So they RSVP'd all these seats. Trump was like, holy shit, I have a million people coming. He, he built an arena outside of the arena and was like, I'm going to come talk to you after I talk to the half a million in the marina. First of all, whoa, and back <laughs> up. How did I not know you did a Trump impersonation? <laughs> this bitch was like, we have one million people. It's fucking You're incredible. You're so good at that. Oh God. It's so much better than your Roseanne, but. <laughs> Dad. Jeez. Fuck you. I have a great Roseanne. Sorry. Fuck yeah, you. I was full on right now. And I'm like, but okay, anyway, keep doing impersonations for me. Bitch. Time came and he only had like, I think it was like, like 60,000, 70,000, something like that. And the, the arena was empty. And all the TikTokers yeah, no, the were like, were oh my God, dad, it worked. And all the parents were like, what worked? And they're like, I did this thing on TikTok. TikTok. They're like, good job, son. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is the world we lived in. Like 12 year olds just sabotaged the president of the United States on TikTok. 2020, no fucking rules. I mean, 2020 is, we are, I am so proud of the X Gen, my generation, because you know why? why? We raised those fucking children. Yes, bitch. You put a phone in their motherfucking hands. No, fine. We weren't able because we were this grunge age that wanted to change the world but had no internet. So we were like, we fucking hate you all, and we had nothing to do, and we had the WTO riots and fucking Nirvana. Oh God. And that was all. And then all of a sudden we were like, fuck you all. We're going to have children and get divorced, which we all did. And then made little activists who would rather throw tear gas grenades back at the cops than ask somebody out to prom. You raised them right, mama. Thank you. Right? That was dusted and busted, motherfucker. Let's get to a little segment we like to call Quick Drag, where we uh, recap the latest episode of Drag Race in 30 seconds, because some of us Got shit to do today. Your ship. On my motherfucking ship. <laughs> All right, bitch. Here we go. Three, a two. Off and the clock has started. Paris Balenciaga goes home. 
The mini challenge is SheMZ, she really fucking weird. Alexis and Shay are on the same team, and Shay is putting the Shay in Shady. And Ooh. India Farah is an actual shoplifter in real life, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Cracker thinks. I love that. <laughs> Cracker thinks Blair is trying to plot to get her. <laughs> what? Question mark, question mark. Um, this is a cute little juju sandwich. Mayhem is wearing jeans. Like, when do people wear jeans on RuPaul's? I'm very confused. We'll talk about it in a second. Blair is a recovering alcoholic. OMG. And has a DUI along with Mayhem. Holy shit, who served time in prison. A lot happened. Uh, camo runway. Blair is fucking hot. Shay and Blair are safe. Like, what the fuck? Cracker wins. Ooh. Morgan McMichael's the lip sync assassin. Uh, the lip sync is a, sign, uh, is a tie and Mayhem goes home unanimously. Jesus Christ, that was like 50 seconds, but whatever. I hate that Mayhem had to go home in front of her best friend. Yeah, and like, she voted herself out. I'm like, bitch, do you know how much $100,000 is? Did she vote herself out? Yeah, it was unanimous. How did you know that? Because I watched I, I watched Untucked and, oh. and uh, Michelle Visage went backstage and she was like, who'd you vote for? And she was like, I voted for myself because I can't send my friend home. And I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, yeah. yeah. What a sweetie, though. So fucking, so fucking sweet. So sweet. I will say, um, though, but... if you wear jeans on RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> yo ass is going home in the jeans, bitch, so. That's real. Also, That's they fucking I mean... rigged it. They gave Mayhem and fucking India Farah the worst written sketch in fucking history. Yeah. Someone has a licking yeah. problem and they like licking the ground. Like, what? What is that even? What? Get it together. Yeah. Get it together, Ru. I don't know. I did. I do have such a soft spot for Cracker. Why? I kinda, because I feel like she got misunderstood. She's a control freak that got misunderstood. Me. <laughs> I am a control freak that's often misunderstood okay. and that doesn't make a lot of friends. Okay. Me. <laughs> I'm Cracker. I'm a. I'm a Cracker. I'm Cracker. Okay. Like it's real. Okay. I. I feel it. You. You are. Uh... She has a heart and she feels bad that she's getting the, the villain edit. You does know? she, does she though? Because remember when they were like, hey girl, you, that actually was shady, you know, like just apologize, whatever. And she went to Shay and she was like, they don't know me well enough to call me shady. Like, why can't she just be like, oh, I'm so sorry that that came across as shady. Oh my God, and not, and I did not mean that for that to happen, you know? I'm kind of like that too. I'd be like, if you don't really know me, then you're not meant to be my friend. <gasps> wow. Okay, you're, wow, amazing. I love you. I am a shady, petty bitch. Like, petty. I love the petty. You do love the petty. It's so fun. It's so fun. Um, Blair's runway was godly. She looked like fucking I am Groot with like red hair and like butterfly eleganza. Every time they- And I, and it made me so sad that she was safe. I was like, with that? Yeah, did you see, did you see Shay's face when, they're, when she's like, Blair and Shay, you are both safe. Like, Shay's face was like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? Like two of the strongest just went safe and I was like, Yeah, Hur? that was the moment I'm like, yeah, this show um, makes no fucking sense. Actually, I was like, you know what? This show always tries to give you curveballs, so maybe they want Shay to win so bad that they keep making her lose challenges so that when she does oh. win, it's some it's some sort of a curveball. Cause you know they're not gonna have her win every challenge and then win the episode or win the season. It never happens like that. Right, right. Hmm. The more I don't know. I don't know. That is a really good point. Yeah, because Shay is just like 
I don't know. Blair might be like second or I, third. Girl, I, I've got it. I'm, I'm leaning towards Blair. Like it was like last season. I started off being like Gigi, 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 and then fucking Jada Hall was like bringing it. And I was like, okay, this bitch is growing and evolving. Like maybe she'll win. And then she fucking won. And it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I want Shay to win. Yeah. Period. Two black queens back to back. Oh, that would be godly. But I also just, I hated her losing to Sasha like that. Like. <sighs> I mean, if you were going to lose to anyone in any moment in Drag Race history, I would rather go out to the most iconic moment in Drag Race history, you know? True. The roses yeah, yeah, yeah. coming down. And, yeah, oh. that, was e that was epic. Yeah. that You could send me home any day with those damn roses. <laughs> Oh shit, let's get to class. You know what time? I can't believe you looked this up. You looked this up every, you do so good at all this homework. You know, she does some work. Where do you find this shit? Like, I, I don't know. It's like, I, it's uh, Google, 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 am I saying that right? <laughs> Michael Google, I don't know. He, he knows a lot of information. You should check yes. him out. He's great. Um, he has a great Christmas album. <laughs> Time for lessons in history! Thunder! Okay. Um, for our special Pride edition today, because, oh, fun fact from uh, your gay teacher, JXO, today is the 50th anniversary to the date of the first Pride March ever. Oh, today. I only missed. I only missed five. You missed five. I'm so old. <laughs> you missed five. <laughs> I only missed five. Hey, stay, stick in there, stud. <laughs> That's exactly how I would use stud. That's why when I was called stud by that chick, I was like, what? Oh my God. Okay. Okay, so today's lessons in history um, is about the first pride ever. And it happened one year after the Stonewall riots, which happened in the third week, or no, it was the last week of June. Uh, so yeah, today is the 50th anniversary of the first Pride ever. So on Saturday, June 27th, 1970, Chicago Gay Liberation Organization marched from Washington Square Park to the Civic Center. Brenda Howard, a bisexual activist, is known as the quote unquote mother of Pride for her work in coordinating the first Pride March. And she also originated the idea for a week-long series of events around Pride Day, which became the genesis of the annual LGBT Pride celebrations that are now held around the world every June. Additionally, Howard, along with bisexual activist Robert Martin, are credited with popularizing the word Pride to describe these festivities. The next year, Gay Pride marches took place in Boston, Dallas, Milwaukee, London, Paris, West Berlin, and Stockholm. And then by 1972, Pride events took place in nearly every major city. And then I was born two years later and the rest, and the party really started. <laughs> you only was five. <laughs> oh my God. 1974, I was like a baby. I was like, Queen! Yeah, you're like, I'm gay, I swear. <laughs> Give, give me a shot. Like, yeah. It was, <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> so the first Pride event that happened in Los Angeles, organizers got together and they were trying to throw, you know, their little march. And the <laughs> Los Angeles police chief, Edward Davis, said, 
As far as I'm concerned, granting a permit to a group of homos to parade down Hollywood Boulevard would be the same as giving a permit to a group of thieves and robbers. Quote, unquote. Like... Wow. So he denied them a permit, and then they said, oh, no, bitch, we got a court system in America. <laughs> so... They're actually going to make it happen. Right? They, so they went... Okay, so grudgingly, they made the police commission grant them a permit. And then the police... And then the police charged them fees that exceeded 1.5 million in order to throw the parade. Like 1.5 million in 1972. Right? They're like, come up with 1.5 million gays. And the gays were like, oh no, we don't have to because we have a court system in America. So they went back to the courts and they made, and after the American Civil Liberties Union stepped in, the commission dropped all of its requirements and fees to a $1,500 fee for police service. But the gays were like, no, we cheap as shit, so we going back to the court. <laughs> and they said, no, you can't charge people for protecting, you know, for, for protecting them with the police. You can't charge them for that. So they dropped it all and they got their fucking march for free, bitch. L.A., L.A. <laughs> I feel like there was like a white lesbian Karen at the front of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that was like, I'm going to talk to your manager. It was. We're going to get this done. It was this bitch. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Barb Brenda Howard. She was Brenda. the mother of pride. Yeah. She's a bisexual. So yeah. Half lesbian. Half, mm, half Karen. Half, who said <laughs> half lesbian? Oh my God. Am I canceled? I'm sorry. Lesbians. Mm, no. No, that was funny. It's just half lesbian. What's the other half if you're bisexual? That's funny. Uh, Karen? Half Karen? I don't know. Half a Karen. Half a Karen. Mm, it's better than a full Karen lately. <laughs> Woo. Girl. Thank God for Brenda. That bitch was like, mm-mm, we cheap as shit. We ain't even Karen... paying 1500 You know what? Karens are exhausting. I've been dealing with them all week. So many Karens are so mad at my my dread post. So you know. What are they saying about your dreads, bitch? No, I was. I said that I want. I'm gonna have a white girl post at, at you know a little table at every Black Lives Matter march, and it's I will cut your white dreads. Let me tell you why. I will. I'm gonna give haircuts. I will say prepare for some conversations because they come in your way. Hang. Oh, they're already in my inbox, bitch. <laughs> like they're just white splaining me all over the place. And I'm just schooling them so patiently, lovingly, and pettily. Like a true... As I can. Karen. And Capricorn. <laughs> like a true... I was like, oh, would you like to be educated on this? Let Sit down, sweetie. Get some water. Maybe a power bar. Oh, my God. Okay. One, two, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. How high are you, bitch? This is when they did the cooking show. Mm. Martha Stewart and Snoop cooked together. Yes. And they were hot. They smoked a bowl first. That's how I am. Are you like... I'm ready to cook with Snoop. Are you like my casserole? I made a pot pie. There is a, <laughs> there's a pot pie in my fucking oven right now. <laughs> you, you are pot pie in my fucking oven baked. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, you know what? I am both the stud and uh, the beautiful femme that's... Um, mm. Yeah, I'm, I just almost got very dirty, but I decided not to. I, I pulled it back real fast. Okay, girl. It's fine. You do know just this saying. is a uh, gay fucking podcast. 
<laughs> no, I just, I don't need anybody in my life anymore. I can be the femme and the uh, mask at the same time. I can make myself a pie and then fucking eat it out later. Yeah, eat it out, bitch. Right? Uh, you need to start like, life. you need to this start. This solo life is like, whew, good on the skin. Yeah, your skin looks great. What do you do? Um, I use tons of chemicals. <laughs> no, I Besides no, masturbate. <laughs> Yeah, yes, that is the key to good skin is having three months solo in an apartment by yourself and uh, with gay Bob. With toys. <laughs> yes. Y'all bitches need it to go back to our fun. earlier episodes. Gay Bob is a massive ass dildo that M accidentally <laughs> bought <laughs> the size of her arm. Jesus oh my Christ. God, it's the entire forearm, <laughs> the whole thing. This is going in the promo, I know. It's fine. It's totally fine. Are you caressing your breast as we talk? Girl, <laughs> a woman do have titties. And they only come out at night, so girl, I gotta do it when I can. <laughs> Listen, I have them, I understand. I do it all the time. <laughs> immediately turned into a strip show. Meanwhile, I'm like, I came from the office into the strip show, so clearly. Yeah. You are, <laughs> you are CEO, CEO, COO. 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 <laughs> oh God, weed. Weed. <laughs> you need, we need to just like, start you a podcast called Studs and Buds. <laughs> Stud. How are you? So, how are you such a dad? Oh <laughs> on that one. Let me get my microphone. Do I look like I'm shooting missiles on this? No, motherfucker. You're the you're the secretariest. Fem Can I call your manager? <laughs> I swear, I'm the one with the edible, but you are the one in the spaceship. Singing For you songs. bitches that are so unfortunate to not be seeing us right now, I am in a Zoom meeting with M, and my background <laughs> is a spaceship. <laughs> and I'm above Earth, obviously, looking down on you poor bitches. Oh my god, I need a fan. Does she do have money. <gasps> I have a fan, hold on. She got NASA spaceship manny handy. All right, I'm going into hyperdrive and getting my ass out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for um, listening to uh, me ramble. Yeah. Ooh. Thanks for joining me, stud. Mm, you're welcome. Secretary of the <laughs> Starship Galactica. That's right, bitch. <laughs> Don't forget it. <laughs> Alien sex. Ooh. And put it in hyperdrive. Bye. Yes, hot bitch.